This is Brett Mycellus, co-founder of Midas Touch, and you are listening to The Mighty on the Midas Touch podcast, where we highlight some of the top responses, reactions, commentary, musings, and discussions by Midas Touch contributors. Normally, Jordy hosts The Mighty, but this is Jordy's wedding weekend, so I'm taking over for the day. I think he deserves a day off. You all know and love Midas Touch contributor Tennessee Brando. This is a brilliant response by Tennessee Brando to a new ad by Democrat Tim Ryan, running for Senate in Ohio, exposing the con artist carpetbagger, low-life degenerate known as J.D. Vance, who is running as a Republican for Senator in Ohio. Tennessee Brando gives an inspiring story about his coming of age as a Democrat when he realized Republicans like J.D. Vance are big frauds. Here is Tennessee Brando. Hey folks, Tennessee Brando here. Check out this political ad from Tim Ryan out of Ohio, and then let's talk about it. When J.D. Vance moved back to Ohio, he told us his new nonprofit would help fix our state's opioid crisis, but he failed to fund the single addiction program. So what did Vance do with the money? He funneled tens of thousands to his top political advisor and paid tens of thousands for political polling. An independent expert called the nonprofit a charade. Vance did nothing to help Ohio but did everything to help his political career. I'm Tim Ryan, and I approve this message. So, J.D. Vance did everything for himself and nothing for the state of Ohio. That sounds familiar, don't it? It also reminds me of a story. You know, back when I was growing up, my family always talked politics. We still do. Someone in my family will say, hey, I don't mean to get on politics today, but, and then three hours later, we're still talking about it. And it's always been that way. But back when I was younger, you know, growing up trying to find my way, trying to figure out which side of the aisle I was on. I would hear conservative family members talk and voice their opinions, and I would say to myself, well, maybe I'm conservative. Then I would hear liberal family members talk, and I would say, well, maybe I'm a liberal. And then there was times like I was like, maybe I'm somewhere in between. Maybe I'm just an independent. And I remember one time that this guy named Lamar Alexander walked across Tennessee in a flannel shirt. Do you guys remember those political ads? Well, I remember seeing him and thinking to myself, well, man, he's, he's one of us. He's wearing a flannel like I wear. So he must be a country boy like the rest of us. He was going around preaching morals and values and work ethic and pulling yourself up by your boots. Well, I had these conservative uncles who loved him. And they were like, hell yeah, Lamar Alexander, that's who we need right there. That's a working man. He's for us. But I also had this uncle named Brad who was very liberal. He was very funny, very witty, very truthful, very to the point, very direct. And I always loved to hear his rebuttals to things. So when I heard my uncle's talking about how great Lamar Alexander was and how great those ads were, I went to my Uncle Brad and said, hey, Brad, what do you think about these Lamar Alexander political ads? He's like, not much. I said, well, now he's one of us. I said, you know, he's a, he's a, he's for the working class. He's for work ethics and family values. And I said, he wears a flannel shirt like we do. He said, have you ever actually looked into what he's done for Tennessee? You actually looked into what he's voted for and what he's voted against? I was like, no. He's like, so you just sat and listened to what he said and you watched him walk around in his flannel shirt? I was like, well, yeah. He said, do you not realize that the only time he puts on that flannel shirt is when he's making those political ads? And that really got me to thinking. I thought, wait a minute, am I being played? And I found that to be even more insulting, that someone would capitalize on the good old boy imagery in order to get elected. That's why years later when George W. Bush came along, a male cheerleader from Connecticut with a Texas accent, I didn't fall for it because I had my Uncle Brad going, yeah, there's another one. And then years later, when Donald Trump came to coal country, put on the hard hat and gave the thumbs up, his coal miner's going, hell yeah, he's for us. But my Uncle Brad's words was ringing in my ears and I was going, yeah, it's probably the first time he's ever seen a hard hat in his life. And if we threw a chunk of coal at him, he wouldn't know what it was. And so it's very easy 
for the Republican Party to use the good old boy imagery, use our work ethics, use our values, and use our morals against us, and use those things as stage props. They can always do a photo op. They can always get some someone to put a little coal dust on their hands to make them look good and dirty so you'll think they work hard like you do. But the only time they get down and dirty and work hard is against you. The only time they get down and dirty and work hard is to make themselves richer and to convince you that you might have a fighting chance at it and that they're on your side. You know, growing up in the 90s, hearing my uncles talk about politics and while we were sitting around working on cars is one thing. I can't imagine what it would be like today. Growing up in this generation with a cell phone in my pocket, with all the opinions, all the social media, everyone Facebook and TikTok and YouTube and tweeting their opinions and everybody clicking on links and then their phones giving them more links like that to look at. I can't imagine what it would be like growing up this day and age, being a young kid, trying to figure out which side of the aisle that I fell on. But what I would say to the younger generation coming up is the same thing that my Uncle Brad said to me. I would say, hey, step outside of the political theater. Don't just look at what it is they're saying. Don't just look at how they're dressed. Don't just look at this photo op they did. Take a look at their voting records. See what they really did. See what they really stood for and see what they really stood against. How many times were they standing for you? How many times were they standing against you? So to my friends up in Ohio, I would say, cast your vote for Tim Ryan. We don't need any more J.D. Vances in this world. And to you young people growing up, take a good long look at what they're doing and not what they're saying. Because it's very easy to trick you with the imagery. And it's insulting. That, that's one thing that I, I, I want to always say to the younger people. The fact that they're using these things that we grow up around and we hold sacred, the fact that they're using those things as stage props against us should offend you. And if it doesn't, you're not paying attention. Thanks, Tennessee Brando. And thank you for listening to this episode of The Mighty. New episodes of the podcast I do with my brothers drops on this same podcast channel every Tuesday and Friday. And every other day of the week, you can find The Mighty right where you found it today. Thank you for listening to The Mighty. Make sure to leave a five-star review right now. Share this episode with a friend and subscribe to the Midas Touch podcast. Thank you. Thank you.